Hey, listen, and aloha! Rob and I are back this week on the Hey, Listen Games cast from Hawaii, and uh, Nathan is uh, gone on his honeymoon honeymooning, so uh, Nathan, if you're listening, uh, stop listening, go hang out with your wife. Uh, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're here, uh, and uh, we are going to be breaking down all of the Switch hype this week, and um, you know... Rob, we kind of have like a legendary month of gaming, like the next couple weeks. <laughs> this is just beautiful. I mean, as far as 2017 is already shaping out to be a really good game for video, or really good year for video games in general, yeah. we have some really incredible, we're actually getting the Zelda game, we're going to get a Mario game, I mean, this is, it's looking <laughs> good, it's looking really good, but yeah, even, uh, yeah, March is probably the biggest month for games, it's going to about... be... I think just about Huge. today, like, we just got Horizon Zero Dawn announced, or released, <laughs> it announced a long time ago, uh, but released <laughs> today, and at, at the at this moment, it's at 88 on Metacritic, which is phenomenal, like, it's living up to the hype, it's looking like, and then uh, New Lord of the Rings Shadow War just got announced, like, I was a huge fan of Shadow Over Mordor, and then obviously, so good. Uh, we're finally getting Breath of the Wild after so many years of waiting. Uh, we're finally getting that this week and a bunch of other Switch launch games and uh, rounding up. We'll get Mass Effect here yeah. at the end of March. Exactly. And... and ending the month with Mass Effect. Like, this is the greatest, like, spring of all time in gaming. For sure. <laughs> um, it's, it's good times. But uh, um, before we get into our main segment, which is, you know, just talking all about the Switch and uh, um, everything, you know, we're... We're hoping for um, for launch day and uh, beyond. Uh, we just got a little bit of news we wanted to uh, just talk about. And first, let's talk a little bit about Horizon. Um, I know neither of us have played it yet, um, but I did watch a couple reviews and some gameplay. And it looks like the the combat is surprisingly solid. It's holding up really well, and it's not really getting stale throughout the game. That's what kind of bothered bothered me, and I was a little bit worried about um, from what I had seen so far. Is just that maybe it would kind of get old after a while, but apparently there's around 25-ish um, different, like, robotic animal types, so there's a pretty good variety in all the different, like, giant dinosaurs, um, and the combat's just really fun and satisfying, and I don't know, it, it looks beautiful, it looks gorgeous, like, I, I looks really amazing. want to check it out. I, w- I wish the Switch almost wasn't coming out this week, so I'd, I'd have some more time to, to buy this game. And one of the things that we were kind of... Um a little disappointed in was earlier they released a trailer like what two three mm-hmm. four weeks ago they released a trailer oh, and it was kind of a story yeah, yeah. and we're all like oh it kind of seems like it spoils it but apparently a story is getting really incredible reviews right now yeah and seems to be doing really well so i yeah if it wasn't for mass effect at the end of this month i think i would be picking this one up yeah I so think this is one of those games that it was really unfortunate that it did end up getting delayed because wasn't it originally slated for november or december or something yeah like it was that? supposed to come out last year yeah and um so that i think that's a bummer i mean i'm sure you know it's still gonna sell <laughs> well for now and stuff but uh mm-hmm. um i know a lot of people like myself are gonna be skipping it for now <laughs> just with all, yeah. all the other great stuff coming out i mean i think this will be one that i definitely do come back to yeah but not yet I mean, it looks. I really enjoyed the um, the new uh, you know, reboot of Tomb Raider. Uh, I haven't haven't played uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider yet, but the original one that came out, you know, what was it, 2012 or 13? Um, yeah. I really enjoyed that one, and it had some really fun, satisfying open world ish um, mm-hmm. uh, bow combat. And this looks like it's taking that to a totally new level, and it just looks amazing. Like you can scale giant 
dinosaurs like shadow of the, over the colossus and stuff and uh the voice acting seems like it's good apparently like i haven't looked up spoilers but like you said you know people are saying the story's interesting there's some cool twists and stuff so um yeah I, i'm looking forward to checking it out whenever that time comes i'm I'm hoping it goes on sale, you know, by the end of the year or something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of aiming for is probably yeah. fall this year. Yeah. I'll try and hook that one up. Yep, sounds um, good. Um, yeah. Sweet. Um, do you want to talk about uh, Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm really excited about this one. Uh, I didn't finish playing uh, Shadow of Mordor, but I have it, and I've been playing through it a little bit here and there. Um, I haven't played it very recently, but I, I do want to play through that one completely, and now it's kind of another uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 status where, yeah. you know, they announced the second one. I'm like, well, now i got to play through the first one. I really, I, it sounds really good. I watched the trailer earlier, and it looks like it's going to be impressive scale. Yeah, the, the scale definitely looks bigger. I mean, the my favorite part of the cinematic trailer was the freaking Balrog that comes up out of the ground. Right? Yeah, looks amazing. out of the ground. I'm like, please, let me fight that as an epic boss fight or do something. Um, cause I, I, I too really enjoyed, you know, the original shadow over Mordor. Um, but, um, the variety wasn't as great as I was hoping. Like there was wargs and mm-hmm. some other big troll like creatures. I forgot they were called, but other than that, most of the orcs were kind of the same. They just, you know, kind of use some different, uh, combat moves and stuff, but, yeah. um, there wasn't really a ton of variety in the enemy. So I, I'm hoping that we get to see some awesome boss fights and, other big um, creatures and stuff like that. That would be really cool. Um, I think I'm really excited about the locations also. It looked like we we're going to get to see more of the world itself, particularly around Mordor into mm-hmm. Gondor, yeah. which as a huge fan of Lord of the Rings in general, <laughs> I, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings nerd and geek. Being able to see some of those more, the bigger locations is sounds incredible to me. And I like, I'm, I'm loving the premise so far. I like that we're dealing with uh, yes. Sauron again. And... The story looks a little bit more interesting. Um, it had like good voice acting and stuff, and I didn't mind any of, in the, the lore and setup and stuff. Um, just I don't know, the story kind of fell flat a little bit. Like it, there wasn't really a ton of ton of pull or hooks in it, I guess. So it looks like this one it, might be a little bit more involved. So hopefully, it felt like they were sort of trying an idea. Yeah. And it worked out pretty well in principle, but then they're like, okay, so now that we've put it out there, now we got to actually make it a worthwhile game. Yeah, because they're, they're kind of going their own direction with, you know, everything in the lore and, like, the, the direction. Like, it's not necessarily canon, you know, with the books and stuff. They're kind of going Yeah, it own. takes place between The Hobbit and The Fellowship of the Ring, so it's yeah. in the, that time period between. But like, doesn't look like, like totally it totally taking their fil- liberties with it. Yeah. Doesn't feel like it connects to the main universe. I think it'll be really good. I, I'm excited. That comes out August 25th of this year. So it's kind of incredible that they announce it in February, end of February, and it's coming out in August. Yeah, I I, I was surprised a little bit by that, too. I, I know it did kind of get leaked like a week ago or something. Um, I saw something got posted um, a little early, so maybe they announced it a little earlier than they thought. So I'm not sure, but yeah, it's supposedly coming out um, August 25th. Um, my only complaint as of now, um, someone pointed out on Twitter, I think it might have been Jaeger, yeah, um, said that there's like apparently like four or five different editions to buy. So they're like the main game, there's like the silver edition, the gold edition, the ultimate edition. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of confusing. They're already trying to sell you all the apparently DLC and other random pre-order bonuses and stuff. So I'm, I'm just kind of getting sick of all that stuff. <laughs> like, oh yeah. But know, that's not just, just a, that's not just a Warner Brothers problem. That's a... 
all video game yeah, yeah, big triple A companies in general. Yeah, but um, I think this as, as excited as I am to you know get back in there and play the satisfying combat. I think I'll probably be waiting on this one too. I know mm-hmm. uh, Shadow of Mordor like less than a year after it came out it was down to like ten fifteen bucks. So yeah, um, hopefully that one drops pretty quickly. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, um, moving on, our, our last big game of March, you know, uh, it's going to wrap up March with a bang. Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, Zero Hero, that it is going to get a day one patch, which isn't super surprising, but supposedly it's no. going to be ready and playable, even if you don't have that day one patch yet. Is that, that kind of what uh, the news said? That's kind of what it said. It, sh- it should be ready to go. Um, and also what they said is that actually it should be ready to go. The patch should be ready to download for the EA Early Access people who get the game on oh, March 16th. Okay. So, the, so you'll have to download the patch still. Just you're, You still have to download the patch to gotcha. make it playable, but it will be available early. the earlier date for the EA Early Access people. So that means that... For sure, even the guys who are getting it five days early, they'll have the patch, and as well as all of us who get it on the first day, we'll all have the patch. It'll be there. It'll be ready to go. It'll be awesome and ready to rock. You know, play through that game. And there's a lot of hype right now about it. (laughs) Um, Obviously, with the Switch coming out this week, it's getting a little lost. Yeah, but it is totally for me. I've kind of had to block it out almost. Yeah, I'm sure, like, myself, we, we were just talking about this before the show. You're either hyped about Mass Effect Andromeda or you're hyped about Switch, and it's hard to be hyped about both. Yeah. <laughs> um, right now I've been hyped about Mass Effect Andromeda, and Jeff's been hyped about the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been looking up everything about it, trying to... They had some videos of some of the missions and playthrough going on online, and I am avoiding them 100% because I'm just like, I do not want nice. to see any spoilers. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go into this one, and I'm going to love it. I'm, I'm going to try and see how long I can stay spoiler-free because, you know, I, I will get it eventually. Um, there's no question about that. I love the Mass Effect series. Um, yeah. Uh, I had a lot of you know, good memories playing that in 360. But uh, um, just with buying an entirely new console and a couple games, that's, you know, what, three $400 right there. So I'm kind of kind of having to <laughs> just to budget my, my gaming allowance a little bit. So we'll, we'll see when oh, I yeah. pick up that one. But um, maybe around summer, um, birthday time or something like that. So, yeah, um, but I'm actually going to try and uh, pre-order that one here in the next week or two. Ooh, the, <laughs> I was just looking that, ahead. That's so unrob of you. I was just looking ahead, going, "Oh no, this is coming out at the end of this month." <laughs> Either I'm going to pre-order it, or I'm going to buy it within the first two weeks so I can get that Amazon discount. Yeah, there you go. That's because cool. Amazon Prime, guys, I'm telling you, twenty <laughs> percent discount on all new games. Yeah, and uh, well, well, my main thing is since I haven't looked up a ton. Um, to you, Rob, who I know you're a big Mass Effect guy, what excites you the most about this new Mass Effect? Like, what is like the coolest thing you're most looking forward to jumping into? I think I'm a huge story person. I love the stories of the games, and I think that was one of the things that kept me in the game. Less of the combat, less of the missions or anything like that, but the story Just itself. Like the main storyline. The main storyline, and I mean, obviously the side quests play into that, and there were some really interesting side quests that added a lot to that, as well as the characters. I'm really excited about some of the characters going yeah, into this game. I'm seeing so. some I'm seeing some characters I'm really excited about. I just saw today that uh, Natalie Dormer is uh, voicing the Doctor on the ship. Mm, interesting. So, that'll be awesome, <laughs> and it's just nice British accent going into that <laughs> one, and I'll appreciate that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I, I'm really hoping they, I don't know if they do or not, I don't know if you can answer this, but 
I'm hoping they do like kind of character or companion uh, focused side missions like we're in Mass Effect 2 where mm-hmm. you had to do like loyalty missions where you'd help out the people yeah. who solve some problem on another planet to gain like their full loyalty or whatever. Um, do you know if they're doing that in this new one or anything? I know that they are having quests that do affect just the um, the companions. Like they are, they're essentially companion quests. But the thing is, one, you're in a completely new universe, and so the companion quests don't affect like, oh, my sister's cousin is out yeah. here in the middle of this, you know, got lost in space. Can you help us find him? A little less personal, I guess. A uh, little less personal, and as well as the what they have said is that the companion quests are not like in Mass Effect 2, where if you don't do it, you lo- you have that high possibility of losing that yeah. companion final mission. Okay. Um, it's not like that. The companion quests don't affect the final mission. It's more just... Uh, and you can do them after the final mission, it sounded like. Hmm, cool. Well, it sounds like so, they're reworking it and making it work a little bit better, so cool. Yeah, That's making awesome. it a little bit more player-friendly, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> Good. Wes, your life and everything is in your own hands, which is <laughs> what Mass Effect 2 did, and then we had the moments where we lose that one player and you go back three hours. And, to... <laughs> <laughs> you already locked into a decision, yep. I've been there before. Yeah. Um, Great. Um, so Crash Bandicoot, um, the Insane Trilogy, is officially announced on June 30th. I think this news came out about a week ago, but not having the show last week, we kind of missed that one. Yeah, it so. came out on the 16th, but I figured this is a big enough news to yeah. kind of at least mention it. It's it's not it's not really a – it's sort of a remake of some of the older ones. Yeah, I think they're kind of remaster slash remaking it. Rema- um, remaster slash some remake, and – if you're a huge Crash Bandicoot fan from the old days, this is the trilogy to get. <laughs> so it looks really good. I don't know. I, I never really liked Crash growing up. You know, I was a big Mario fan, obviously, and I didn't think, you know, my PlayStation friends who who were playing Crash, I'm like, this is nothing like Mario 64. Like, you're just running in a straight line, jumping left and right. Like, you're not exploring giant worlds or anything necessarily. Um, and I don't know. I I just looked up the footage of the new one. Like, I don't know. I feel like the art style even though, you know, it's revamped and looks a little prettier. It just, I don't know. I mean, it could just be me. I just don't think it has age necessarily as well. It doesn't look necessarily fantastic. Uh, but I do know there's, you know, a lot of nostalgia here and a lot of fans of that. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing for this game is it's a nostalgia factor. Yeah. Um, I remember playing it, and I think less about... I think I never really compared it to Mario. I think for me it was just more the challenge of trying to beat it. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't in cha- it was a challenging and intense game, okay. all of them. So you just kind of had to, you got down and tried to beat them as best as you could. Yeah, it, I, I think I think that I think that other marketing, you know, it's a little more challenging. It's nostalgic. While you mm-hmm. know, like Ratchet and Clank from last year, which you know I totally loved one of my favorite games last year, was definitely kind of more of a reboot where it's like, hey, hey, even if you haven't played Ratchet and Clank before, jump in introduce this game to a whole new legion of fans i think this one is definitely catered towards hey all you old playstation fans you've been asking for crash here you go we're remastering the trilogy so yeah it definitely is fan service yes um great well our our last main piece of news um kind of has to do with the switch um i mean it does have to do with the switch but um (laughs) uh, i don't know how you pronounce i think it's voice 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 yeah voice sounds right um, it's, it's a Japanese rhythm game, and it's announced to be coming to the Switch. I believe it's either launch or launch week, um, so it's coming, it's, coming out here. Yeah, it's somewhere yeah. really close. Yeah, and it's uh, it kind of made headlines this week because when they announced it, they said it will be inaccessible to play in TV mode of the Switch. So if your Nintendo Switch is docked, 
the game just won't work. It'll say unplug from the dock and play in handheld mode. Um, this is the first game to officially only work in just one mode, like only work in portable or only work in TV. Yeah, um, which has been a huge selling point for the Switch up until this point. So it's kind of odd to see something so early on, even before we have the Switch in our hands, yeah. <laughs> to see something that only utilizes part of the technology. Yeah, and uh, I, I was kind of interested. I'm like, oh, what is this? And you know, the the cover had like a couple, you know, anime girls. I'm like, that tells me literally nothing about the game. There's tons of <laughs> games like that. And so I uh, looked it up on YouTube because it's already out in Japan. And literally, it's pretty much just like a. I think it originally came out on like tablet or maybe Vita, and it was a rhythm uh, based like touch touch uh, guitar hero type style game where all these mm-hmm. notes are running down like highways, and you're just tapping the different. Um, notes to play like different like techno music and i'm like well obviously this game is going to be only in handheld like it's going to be a touchscreen game that you're using you know touch and hitting the little notes on the screen you wouldn't be able to play it with a you know controller on a tv and so it totally makes sense why it's like that um some people are panicking saying oh my goodness like there's gonna be games that will be locked to only the handheld and the way i'm thinking about it is like this is kind of cool because we're gonna get games that would never come to consoles like boys um, because it does have a touchscreen, you know, you can't really yeah. put a game like this on the PS4 or the Xbox One um, because they don't, you know, have a touchscreen compatible, you know, controller really like that. And so, I think it. Well, no, could I can see the cool. panic. I can see the panic behind it because it is a game that is only becoming. You're locked into just a screen, so it's not something you could throw up on your TV and have everyone in the room kind of be invested in. But then again, it's a rhythm game. Yeah. And if you really want a rhythm game that involves everyone else, why don't you just go out and buy Guitar Hero? Yes, exactly. Or Rock Band. It's not a game that you're going to invite friends over and have them watch you play necessarily. Like, it's no. not like a phone or tablet type game, which, you know, and that's why you can do that. And uh, honestly, I think it would be more of a big deal if there were games that came out that were locked to only TV and you couldn't play on the go. I think that would Yeah, be, I think that would be a bigger problem. Yeah, that, that could definitely be a problem, you know. I have my device with me and pushing the button. Why wouldn't it let me play my game? But something like this, like, you know, even if you're at home, you can pop the thing out and still play it, you know, on your couch or whatever. So I I think it's personally pretty cool. Hopefully, you know, we'll see more games like this from, you know, maybe iOS developers and stuff where they're like, hey, you know, we'll put this thing out on the Switch. The dev kit's only like 500 bucks. You know, we can put it out there really easy. Nintendo seems to be doing a good job with their indies and stuff, which segue into our main segment uh this morning nintendo had a uh nintendo indies um direct which they announced 17 new indie games for the switch like 17 new games like people were giving the switch's launch lineup and like you know all the games coming like a lot of griefs and oh there's not a lot of games not a lot of exclusives and then we actually got um a couple new exclusives plus just a, a couple other really cool announcements um, if you haven't seen it, uh, you can check on YouTube. It's only like a 10, 15 minute video. And, uh, Damon Baker from Nintendo did it. I met him before at, uh, at the Nitties at Night event. Like he's an awesome guy. I, uh, I was talking to him and I'm like, by the way, I loved you in last February's direct. And he's like, oh, stop it. You, I don't look that good on the camera, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's a really cool guy. Um, nice. I, I was looking through like the YouTube comments and there's a couple people like, like why isn't this guy in more Nintendo directs? Like he's awesome. Um, he's kind of <laughs> Nintendo's main, like, you know, indie relations guy, but, um, I would love to see more directs personally, but anyways, 
I'll stop man crushing on D- Damon Baker. Here. And, uh, uh, Dig- a little weird. No. Yeah, it started off with uh, Steam World Dig Two, which originally launched, I think, on the 3DS, um, and then came to Wii yeah. U and everything else afterwards. Um, which is awesome that they're making another game um, in the in the Steam World um, library. They put Steam World Heist out last year, um, and now Steam World Dig. And that team really loves Nintendo systems, so it's awesome to see it on the Switch. I was talking to Jaeger earlier on Twitter. He was saying it's probably going to come to 3DS at some point. That's when he's going to try to try to uh, pick it up. But um, I think it's great that game's getting a sequel. I played through it, I think, twice. Um, a lot of fun. It was kind of like an early, like, Dig Dug-type uh, game where you're, like, digging underneath the ground, upgrading your pickaxe, solving, like, little puzzle rooms, almost kind of like a Metroid-type game. Um, mm. But, yeah, so I'm excited for that. That's exclusive, coming only to Nintendo Switch. Uh, the other exclusive was Runner 3 which is a uh, runner from, like, the Bit Trip games that came out, you know, a while ago. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and they made a Runner 2, which was kind of just a fleshed-out running run-and-jump game with rhythm. And so Runner 3 is finally coming out. It's exclusive on Switch. Um, I know Nathan and I both had Runner 2 on the Wii U and had some had some fun with that. So that's pretty cool. That's going to be an exclusive. And then I tweeted about it earlier. Overcooked is coming out on the Switch, which is amazing. Yes. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, this is the game Rob, you know, did his indie spotlight on, you know, last year when we were talking about it on the show. And he just said it was an amazing multiplayer game. And he wants to, you know, get together with me and Nathan and play it sometime. Um, and now we can on Switch. Yeah, now we can. It's, it's finally coming to consoles. It's, it's only been on PC. Is that right? Yeah, well, no, it was on a PC and PS4, oh, I believe. It was on PS4, okay. I don't know if it was on Xbox One, though, but I do know it was supposed to go out on Xbox One here soon, or if it wasn't, it was. It's already is. So it has been on consoles before, uh, but they did say the Switch version is kind of like a master edition, which will have all this DLC and bonus content in it. And it just looks like it's you know going to be another really fun local multiplayer like party game uh, for the Switch to have. And so um, I'm probably going to pick that one up. It looks like a fun game, you know, to play with my wife and show her that I am a better cook than you. I will destroy you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Except no, you uh, work together. I, uh, you, can be, you can be competitive, even if you're being cooperative. <laughs> New Super Mario Brothers for the Wii taught us that. You can be competitive and cooperative at That's the same true. time. That's <laughs> true. That is very true. Um, yeah, it, it looks super fun. I think the Switch is a perfect system for it to come to, especially with the Joy-Cons. I think the Joy-Cons, because they are so... They're small and they have we're they have just a joystick or the D pad and the buttons. Mm-hmm. I think it will be it's a it's a perfect system for this one because it only has the limited buttons that you already only need for the game. So it'll easier. be an awesome awesome game for the, that system. And because Nintendo's always been about their multi local multiplayer platformed games, yeah, I think a, this is a little bit easier than having a bunch of people uh, crowd around your computer thrown and playing it multiplayer on a computer or yeah um, i know for me for ps4 i only have you know two two controllers but with the, i only have one yeah yeah but with the switch you know i'll have the two joy cons right out of the box and then you know any controls you buy after that of course so um that's yeah. awesome and then well, nathan bought two and you have two so yeah <laughs> we already have four controllers for exactly this, so. like whenever nathan comes over we can play four players and then I did actually uh, pick up a pre-order for a Pro Controller this last week. Um, nice. Yeah, I was I was uh, I'll talk more about it later, but I was ordering a game and Best Buy had this deal where you get like twenty five bucks off uh, your order. So I like, oh, what the heck, I'll go for it. Um, so, anyways, um, Overcooked and Steamroll Dig Two both they're kind of um, pushing. Uh, hey, you know we're we're working on HD Rumble. 
A.T. Rumble's in this game, you can feel every tomato as you chop it or every, you know, <laughs> thing of dirt as you're digging. So um, I'm interested to see how H.T. Rumble works in these games. And, you know, I feel like it'll be kind of a game-by-game -game basis. You know, some games will yeah. use it really well and it'll be like, oh, my gosh, like how did they pull that off with the, the Rumble and other ones? It'll just be like feels like it's rumbling like whatever <laughs> so um, like why won't it stop rumbling this ain't hd rumble this is regular rumble yo uh, <laughs> so so we'll see but uh the last very last one they announced they announced a bunch of other games that looked uh, pretty cool um you, nintendo put like an infograph a bunch of them if you want to check it out but uh stardew valley is coming to the nintendo switch uh i know a lot of people were asking for this uh specifically on 3ds um, fans of the game yeah. said, you know, this would be a great game to have portable. Um, I'd love to take it. Really, it really would be. Um, yeah, because it, it seems like it's one of those games, you know, it's almost, you know, kind of like a life sim where you just can relax and chill, you know, anywhere up to five minutes. It looks like a, like the top-down, like, RPG versions of Animal Crossing yeah, to it, a certain extent. I watched like, Nathan's Animal run. Crossing, Harvest Moon, like, sort of all-in-one down... It, it looks perfect for a mobile console or a mobile system. Mm -hmm. I watched I watched Nathan stream it before, and it reminded me of kind of a mix of Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing, obviously, but also kind of like almost like the GBA Pokemon games, like it kind of that yeah. very similar kind of sixteen bit um, art style, like the little NPCs, almost look, mm -hmm. you know, like like little kids or something like that. Yeah, so, no, uh, totally. I think it'll be it'll be perfect on the Switch. It's a good game because it it's a long game. It's a game you can play for practically indefinitely, right? You know, you can just keep yep. going and playing and stuff. And having that mobile on the Switch today. will be really nice. Yeah, I know I that like will it, be a good experience yeah, for a lot it'll of people. Yeah, just be a great game to kick back and relax, or you know, play at night, or you know, after a long session of you know an intense multiplayer game or something else, or after your company leaves, you just play that. So um, that will be coming out uh, this summer for the Switch and. Uh, they did announce that it would be the first console to have multiplayer as well. So they're putting in a multiplayer patch, um, I think, for all versions of the game. But the Switch version will be the first one to get a multiplayer patch, which I'm not wow. sure exactly how it'll work. If it'll be kind of like a split-screen thing where you just can kind of wander around the town, um, you know, If it'll be little games or if you can, like, build a world together. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that you kind of share, like, the same town, but maybe... You guys both have your kind of own gardens, and you interact with the same. Yeah, maybe things. a little Minecraft in that. Yeah, if yeah, they could of, take a lot of lessons from Minecraft on that one, that would be really perfect. Yeah, kind of like a mix of Minecraft and also I know the Animal Crossing games do that, where you know, yeah, I can have a second person, you know, move into you know a room in my house, and we can kind of we can't play at the same time, but you know, if I play for a little bit, and you know, my friend plays on my game, they you know we both interact with the same NPCs and the same world, and mm -hmm. you know. I can like plant a giant, a giant garden and he can take all the flowers out of the ground and go sell them if he wants to, you know, so stuff like yeah. that. Um, I think that'd be cool if they did that. So yeah, look, look forward to that one playing multiplayer. I think a lot of people, including Nathan, I'm calling it now, <laughs> are going to double dip on that one. So yeah, I just picked up that one for uh steam and oh, nice. I'm, have, I'm have really excited yet? to try it. I have not played it yet. Still working through the list, but I'm really excited to try that one because of Nathan's recommendation, particularly Nathan and Brad, a uh, good friend yep. of the show. Um, I'm normally so. not really into Harvest Moon Animal Crossing games, but um, I, I'm interested to try. It. I think it could be a good, good game to play with my wife again. Um, I think that'd be a fun yeah. game to mess around with. 
Um, so I might skip ahead in my uh, my working through my games just to try that one out oh, a little fine. bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's my rules, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, you can't have an impossible task set before you anyway, so <laughs> it's okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, talking just a little bit more about the Switch, um, getting caught up on Switch news, Nintendo did finally start talking about Virtual Console, and mm-hmm. cue sad trombone. They did not announce anything exciting yet, but they just basically said that there will be no virtual console at the Switch's launch. And I think, you know, this doesn't mean virtual console's never coming. I don't think it means it's coming next year. I think it'll come, you know, within a month or two. Um, I guess it's sometime probably this summer at the latest. Um, but there will be no virtual console at launch, and they just basically said look forward to more news later. Yeah. And so... Um, Honestly, I saw a lot of people, you know, reacting negatively, and why I understand that, and you know, I would have loved to have, you know, all my virtual console games on there day one. Um, I think this really is important um, to whether it was intentional or not by Nintendo um, to really let all these indie games shine for the Wii. They're getting so many indie games um, on the launch and just within, you know, the first uh, month or so of the Switch. That, you know, if they have all these virtual console games that are also launching at the same time mm-hmm. as all these other games, like, Nintendo's going to give that eShop space to, you know, Mario 64, or, you know, if they put GameCube's Mario Sunshine, Melee, those are going to yeah. be the big highlighted games people go to the eShop for and spend their money. You know, when people first get a new console, they want to spend money. Like, they, they're looking for things to spend money on, and people are going to go into that eShop and, you know, buy all these indie games which I don't think they normally necessarily would if Virtual Console was there right away. So I, I don't yeah. see it as a big deal. I'll be playing Zelda and, you know, the couple other games that, that I'm getting. So I'm I'm not buying a Switch to play Mario Bros. 3. I, I have that on, like, six consoles already, <laughs> um, six devices. So um, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I don't know. What do you think, Rob? What's your take? I, I like the fact that they're not launching it with Virtual Console. I think, you know, as long as they don't go the route of the Wii U where they make a lot of promises that they never quite fulfill as far as Virtual Console is concerned, um, I think it'll be good. But, yeah, if they wait, like, six months or so, not next year. They better, they would be not best off year. to not yeah. to, to put it out this year. But with Zelda and some of the great indie games that are coming out and then some of the games that are fan favorites that are coming to the Switch, like Overcooked and Stardew Valley and some of those other ones, and then like with a new Splatoon and a new Mario, I think the fans of the Nintendo system will be appeased for the most part. Mm-hmm. And having Virtual Console launch with that just seems like a money grab almost, yeah. you know? And so I think they're wise in not launching it, but I, but they ha- they have to get it out soon. within the first six months or yeah. so. I, I, I'm also kind of hoping, Otherwise, kind of like you said, like they're not rushing it, they're taking their time, they're not going to just, you know, put out a bad version of Virtual Console, you know, the Wii U Virtual Console gets a lot of a bad rap because the NES games, you know, were a lot darker and just didn't really look as good on the Wii U emulation for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, hopefully this means it's going to look nice. It's going to be good emulation, good quality, hopefully, you know, competitive pricing. Hopefully, we, you know, they find a way to link together our accounts so, you know, we get access to our previous games or at least some type of discount. And, you know, hopefully, yeah. finally, maybe getting GameCube games on there. You know, that was rumored um, a while back. But um, I was actually talking to uh, a friend of the show, Chris, um, last week when I was in Hawaii. And uh, he was saying, yeah, I'm not getting this Switch at launch. You know, I'm kind of waiting. 
I'm like, oh, like, what are you waiting for? Like Mario, Splatoon 2. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm waiting for um, confirmation of GameCube games on the Switch. He's like, I'm totally going to get a Switch if they announce that. And I can play Melee HD anywhere I go, like, on the Switch. That would be amazing. So um, it is kind of almost a system seller for some people, um, especially if they got GameCube games announced mm-hmm. on there. Especially, you know, they're, they're claiming, you know, they're going to be remastering all these old Nintendo games. So... Yeah, well, and that's almost a selling point for me as well, not just the GameCube, but, like, just virtual console in general. The idea that I could take it with me wherever I want to go, I could pick up a lot of the older games and play them wherever I want to, whenever I want to, Mm -hmm. that sounds really nice to me. Um, Being able to pull out my Switch on a bus or something like that and start playing Mario 64 or, you know, like, play a GameCube game like that sounds absolutely perfect and that would be i would put a lot of money into that just so i could play you know kind of for the nostalgic factor but also so i could play a lot of these mario games and zelda games that i haven't played yet yeah and that that would be a huge selling point for me but we'll see how they do it because it could definitely go either way on that one that's interesting that you have that perspective because i know you know you haven't really you know gotten the last couple nintendo systems where they have done virtual Mm -hmm. console um you know i've I've you know been using buying things off virtual consoles ever since the Wii you know now on 3DS and Wii U, but you're totally right with just that portable element. It totally changes the game. Um, yeah. On, on the 3DS, they only had virtual console for um, NES and Game Boy. They they added Super mm-hmm. Nintendo uh, about a year or two ago, but it was only on the new 3DSs. So I can't play Super Nintendo games on there. Um, so being able to have Super Nintendo 64, GameCube, Wii, you know even some Wii U games. Anywhere I am, like on the go, anywhere is just um, going to be really, really awesome and cool to have. It totally, you know, makes it worth <laughs> rebuying all those games again for sure. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, hopefully, that's something that's a high priority in their minds. Yes, I, I think Nintendo has has kind of said a little bit that we're aware of you know what everyone wants in the in the virtual console and everything, and we're. We, we hear you. Uh, just look forward to more information. So hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, uh, they're, they're going to get it right. So we'll, we'll definitely be talking about that more on the show when we get some updates for that. But uh, moving on uh, from Virtual Console, um, we did kind of want to mention um, there was a few reports that came out this last week. Because obviously, you know, the media and the press have kind of gotten their Switch units already and have been, you know, messing around with the hardware um, to kind of review it. Um a lot of different uh, outlets have been reporting that the left Joy-Con has actually kind of been disconnecting, um, like desyncing from the Switch during gameplay. And uh, it's it's not super frequent, people are saying. Uh, and it's only when you deconnect the Joy-Cons and you're using them wirelessly, like on a couch or something. Um, but every once in a while, people are reporting just, you know, maybe an hour, every hour or two, just kind of disconnects for a few seconds, which... You know, in a game like Zelda or something, if that's in the middle of like an encounter, that can totally kind of kind of screw you yeah, up. That would and get kill you, you. Yeah, exactly. So there's um, some pretty funny videos out there of people playing Zelda and dying repeatedly. There's actually <laughs> death compilations on YouTube already from Zelda Breath of the Wild from people reviewing it or getting early access to it. And if the left Joy-Con doesn't work, it's that's kind of trouble. That will add to it. <laughs> or it could be an advantage if you purposely give the left Joy-Con to your friend while playing Street Fighter 2 and you're using the right Joy-Con. And you just destroy them. Grab, grab, grab. <laughs> like, oh, man, how come I always get the left one? <laughs> Instantaneous combos. But um, 
Yeah, I, I know. I, I'm, I'm not super worried about this. Um, I no. know Nintendo makes quality controllers. Uh, they've never had issues with the, the Wiimotes or Pro Controllers, you know, for the last couple systems wirelessly connecting. So I'm guessing it was just a, maybe a weird bug that went out in some of the press units because I know this bug isn't in any of the you know, demo kiosks that have been touring around the country. So I'm sure there'll be some type of patch, you know, day one or something that'll help the connectivity for whatever units are experiencing that. So I'm not worried about yeah, it. But it, we seem, did it seems it more like a software problem than a hardware problem. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think if it was a hardware problem, they would be a little hard pressed to get something fixed. I mean, especially since they're launching this week and most of the stores have already gotten their units. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I, I, hopefully this is just a, you know, a very small, small percentage of units being affected and it can be patched out. Um, in that yeah. one patch, so we just wanted to mention it for you guys, uh, complete, complete clarity about our impressions on the Switch. Um, but yeah, um, as far as uh, Switch launch plans go, I'm, uh, I just figured out I'm going to be probably heading over to my local Best Buy where I have my uh, Neon Switch bundle pre-ordered, um, <laughs> and I'm going to probably be heading over there around uh, nine o'clock or so. I have a, a good. Good uh, longtime friend who's a Nintendo fan who will be coming with me. He didn't pre-order, and he's still kind of on the fence with the Switch. Um, he's going to be coming to the launch to hang out and have some fun. And who knows, maybe if they have some on-hand consoles, maybe he'll pick one up too. Uh, <laughs> I, I think um, most retailers aren't really telling how many um, units they're getting in. You have to kind of do some research online and see if you can you know, figure that out, I guess, on your own. But I doubt they'll have a lot of extras because I, th- I yeah. feel like there will be, a, even if they do have some extras, there will be enough people in line who haven't pre-ordered it who will. Yeah, and at the same time, I think there will be some pre-orders that are um, canceled and they will have some extras as well. But I, obviously it varies by location and, and where you're at and stuff. Yeah. So if, if you are looking again when you don't have a pre-order, um, I would advise getting there as early as you possibly can to get in line. Um, you know, I, for the Nintendo Wii and the Wii U, I wanted to make sure I could secure those. And, you know, I'm kind of a Nintendo fanboy already. So I got in line like about 10 hours early for those. And I was able to, to get both of those, um, pretty well, but obviously it depends on your location and where you're at. Um, but yeah, if, if you're looking forward, forward to it, um, it, it should be, should be a good launch. I, I'm excited. I, I might, uh, might have some stories to tell next week about, you know, some people I meet in the line or anything fun going on. I think Best Buy's given out uh, Zelda posters with every purchase. So Ooh, that's looking, nice. Yeah, looking forward to that one. So hopefully, hopefully that happens. Put it, put it, post it up in the main living room and uh, make Nathan jealous. Oh yeah, exactly. My, my wife will love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, the things that we're most excited about. Um, what do you think, Rob? What What are you most excited about in the Switch? Rainering, you know, a new era, a new piece of hardware. Uh, of gaming hardware what what excites you the most about the switch right now i love the portability of it you know i know we've had portable systems for a long time um starting all the way back in the original game boys and so that's the portability is not necessarily a new thing but the ability to take a full console from your tv straight to your hand as you're walking out the door just be like, oh, I'm late for this. And so I just pull it off of the console and continue to play as I walk out to my car. Don't play and drive. But, <laughs> but if someone but else is I, driving, you're walking out to your car. Someone else is driving, you're more than welcome to continue to play. <laughs> but just that that portability, it's so unique. And I think that would be a that's a huge selling point for the Switch in general. But 
if I was to buy, if I'm going to get a Switch, that is part of the reason why I would buy it, is the ability to take it with me wherever I want. Um, yeah. Because that's, that's a cool feature. And then to be able to throw it up on the TV when you get home. Or if your wife wants to use the TV to watch her TV show, <laughs> you can continue to play full without, like, the kind of portable like the shrink version of it on the wii u and you don't or you don't have to like you know buy the same game twice you know nintendo was experimenting with that with uh you know the wii u and the 3ds we got you know hyrule warriors smash bros all these other games that had you know the wii u version and also the 3ds version you had to buy the game twice usually the 3ds version wasn't quite you know as up to snuff as the console version it was you know a modified gimped version but we're getting the same game no matter where we're at no matter what what screen we're playing on um, I think, you know, that obviously is, you know, the big big selling point. Nintendo's marketing that mm-hmm. really hard, and um, I think that's awesome. I, I'm excited to try it out, and hopefully, you know, the battery life doesn't become too big of an issue. You know, running games like Zelda, it's supposedly about two and a half hours. Um, yeah. I'm hoping some of the more indie games hopefully last a little bit longer, like Bomberman. Um, hopefully last a little bit longer. I saw Bomberman's only 30 frames per second. Um I'm hoping that's because they didn't want to chug as much and keep the battery alive longer. I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll see, yeah. Yeah, hopefully developers are finding ways to you know, keep that battery life alive because that could be an issue for some people. But I'm just most excited for the console itself. Um, I love new hardware. Um, whenever I get a new console or handheld, it's always, you know, an, an exciting time. And I just, you know, love love getting that feeling of a new hardware, especially Nintendo hardware um, in my yeah. house. Yeah. Just all the all the videos and you know previews I've seen online the last week, just the console just looks so thin. Like, I I can't believe just from what I'm seeing. Like people are holding this thing. It looks like you know an iPhone, like iPhone six plus almost like this screen, and it's so thin. And that thing has like almost the power of you know like a PS4 or Xbox One. And those things are massive. Like an Xbox One is like the size of a briefcase, <laughs> but this yeah. is like the size of it's a. It's the phone. biggest console. Yeah, so I I'm just excited for this technology. I think it's you know. The power is really underrated for the size and, you know, what, what it looks like yeah. you can do. And um, being able to, you know, take it anywhere and, you know, set that little kickstand up and, you know, play play with friends anywhere um, is, is going to be awesome. So I, I love how Nintendo's still focusing yeah. on local multiplayer. Um, at the, but at the same time, you know, they're putting out titles like uh, ARMS and Splatoon 2, which, you know, are about online play and stuff. So um, I'm excited local multiplayer is still alive. You know, I think without Nintendo, <laughs> it would be kind of, kind of dead almost in uh, in gaming so it's yeah gonna be good um so uh moving on we're going to talk a little bit more about the games um as we kind of said earlier the launch lineup for the switch has slowly been growing um which is pretty cool and so i kind of categorized um a few games here into kind of a must-have category and then a hey check it out uh category which isn't necessarily must have but hey you might like it based on you know what your needs are so um the three must-haves i have for the nintendo switch here on the halos and games cast that you need to get if you buy a switch this week is fast remix by uh shannon uh media it is a remixed version of fast racing neo which came out in wii u a year and a half ago but hold on you say what if i already played this game in wii u well that's me i already played this game but it has double the amount of content as the original. It has 30 different tracks, I think 16 mm-hmm. different vehicles. It has all 60 frames, 1080p gameplay, even in four-player split screen, which is insane. I don't know how they're pulling that off on this system. 
is that it has HD rumble, so literally, like, the parts of your Joy-Cons will rumble wherever your ship is, like, hitting the walls. And so, you know, if you bump into the uh, corner on the front right of your ship, the front right of the right Joy-Con is going to kind of rumble a little bit. So um, it sounds really, really cool. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it actually works in gameplay, obviously. But it sounds awesome. And then, you know, it has online multiplayer, everything. And the best part, it's $19.99. Um, this team is totally worth supporting. You're putting this thing out at a great deal. Um, it's totally a bargain at that deal. So mm-hmm. um, even if you're not a big racing fan, I think, you know, it's still a game you can have a lot of fun with and play online or locally. Um, so Fast Remix, that's the first one. Second one, obviously, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That goes without saying. Got it. <laughs> um, Got it. That, that is the, you know, big retail game to pick up. And then the third one is actually Snipper Clips, which is another Nintendo game confirmed for launch. Um, it's multiplayer only, um, but you know you have two Joy Cons. So anytime you have anyone else to play with, you can solve little puzzles together. And there's even a four-player mode, which is kind of almost like a mini-game party mode where you can play like air hockey, basketball, where you know by you're snipping your little guys and you know shooting the puck or the basketball around. So this looks like you know probably the best um, party game. Uh, beside one two switch, but you know that's another one that's nineteen ninety nine. It's cheap. It's you know not that big of an investment. It's a fun game to have on the eShop to you know be able to just download and play anytime. So those yeah. are my three must haves. Is there anything that you think we should add to that list, Rob? Um, for launch launch month. You have some other ones down here on the on our, your next list that I might I might okay. have bumped up instead of Snipper Clips. I think I would put Super Bomberman R on there. Yes. Um, <laughs> Just because Sniffer Clips looks incredible, but Super Bomberman looks so much fun. It, it, does it look looks like, like it'll be fun. an incredible game. It looks like it'll be a, a really entertaining game. Well, I, you know I'm a huge Bomberman fan. Like, I've played so many oh, yeah. Bomberman games. I put Bomberman uh, on my NES Mini. I, I've been playing, playing through that again. And Super Bomberman R is going to have eight-player multiplayer locally. So I, if I have, you know, enough controllers, everyone can play on my one Switch. I can connect my Switch up with the four other Switches, and two people can play on mm-hmm. each screen. You can play eight players online. It has a two-player full story mode with bosses. Um, I love Bomberman. I'm totally getting this game. I have it pre-ordered. I'm going to have a ton of fun. Um, I know a lot of people are miffed by the $50 price point. I agree. I don't think it should be that. It should be $30, $40 um, tops. But it is Konami, oh, yeah. so what do you expect? <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Um, I know Bomberman isn't necessarily for everyone. It, there is a little bit of a learning curve if you've never played before, um, but it's a totally fun party game. It's you know just fun to mess around with, and that classic uh, battle mode just never really um, gets old. Many, how many times you play it on however <laughs> many different systems? Yeah. So, um, definitely check out Bomberman R. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then One Two Switch is the other one to check out. Um, I think a lot of core gamers are kind of dismissing this one, you know, myself included. Uh, but it does look like there's actually a ton of fun be had there it looks like one of those games you have to just kind of experience to do it so i'm hoping there's some type of demo either like maybe a kiosk in stores or you know on the e-shop where people can try it out um but it looks like it could be a really good party game another wii sports hit for nintendo and then uh shovel knight is actually coming out on launch they're putting the new um specter knight campaign on launch exclusively on the switch um and then you can also you know buy the rest of the shovel knight treasure trove on there as well so are you getting a double dip on shovel knight I'm, I'm really tempted, um, but I'm not sure yet because I, I will get the Spectre Knight campaign on my Wii U. Um, yeah. Just, it, it, has, it won't launch at the same time as the Switch version, obviously, so I'll have to wait a month. So 
Um, I don't know. I, I think it kind of depends how fast I uh, I get uh, bored of Zelda, which I don't think is going to be <laughs> be for a while. So um, no, I think you, it'll be a, it's, it before, it's a huge you know, game. Yeah, if you never tried it before, definitely recommend it. I think just SpectreNet by itself is only like eight or nine bucks, so um, it's definitely a yeah. great budget retro style game, which is a lot of fun and. Kind of on that note, I saw original Shovel Knight is actually on sale this week. Um, if you buy it now, uh, before Treasure Trove comes out um, next week, you get access to the new campaigns and everything. So uh, I think it's like $10. So um, highly recommend it. Definitely check it out if you haven't picked it up yet. Um, or just get it on the Switch when that comes out. So um, those are kind there of three, three games to check out. Um, so real quickly, uh, we, we don't, don't want to go too long here on the show. Um, but... Uh, uh, Rob, I, I, I see you. You have a question here you wanted to ask as we wrap up. Yeah, I was just kind of thinking of the launch day, and you know, every console has its issues, and every console has its unexpected yes moments. <laughs> you know, things that they talk they never talked about in the trailers or the announcements or anything. And we get it on launch day, and we go, "Oh wow, that's kind of cool." So, what are your launch day theories? For me personally, I think that the Switch is going to have themes available for you to download. Um, so like a Mario theme, Zelda theme, stuff like that. Just, you know, 2 $3 similar to the 3DS where you can customize your home screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that is a gimme. Nintendo hasn't done that yet for some reason on their consoles. And yeah. it would be such an easy way to make money. Uh, so I think there will be a theme store. I also think there will be demos on the eShop. Um, I think for probably most of the Nintendo games that are coming out. So... One two switch snipper clips. Um, I probably not Zelda. I think Zelda is a little, you know, kind of sells itself. You don't really need a demo, but I'm hoping there's a lot of demos on the eShop, which would, you know, kind of make up for the fact that you're not really getting games packed in. It kind of make that a little bit easier to bite, or a little easier to swallow, I guess, if you do have some free demos. Um, yeah. And then I'm also gonna say that launch day. I think one two switch is gonna sell. I think it's gonna sell really really well. It's gonna be hard to find for the first couple weeks. Um, and I think it's going to sell a lot better than people get it credit for, mainly being because mm-hmm. it's really the only other Nintendo retail game at launch. Um, Nintendo games at launch always are going to sell well. Um, a lot of people didn't really like New Super Mario Bros. U for the Wii or Nintendo Land. They're like, oh, whatever, those are for casual gamers. Both those games, you know, s- sold you know really well. Nintendo Land was obviously bundled in, but uh, I think if you people go to the store, they see... Nintendo, they saw one, two switch in advertisements. They see it at the store. I think it's going to actually sell um, pretty well for Nintendo. Um, me personally, I'm not getting it at launch. I'm probably going to wait for it to go on sale or something. But uh, I think I think it's going to be a, a pretty big hit. So those those are my predictions for things that will go uh, right. As far as things that will go wrong, I <laughs> I have no idea. Those are always the unexpected things. Um, that yeah. Are kind of hard to tell, but as, as far as I can tell, I think the Switch is going to really really be ahead there's a lot of positive hype and uh attention it's getting unlike the wii u back in 2012 which <laughs> people didn't know about and didn't really care to get excited for so i think i think nintendo's got a good thing going and there you go folks the the uh, nintendo fanboy coming out right there <laughs> saying nothing will go wrong on day one no, I, it, something will go wrong within you know the first couple of weeks just like you said it's unexpected you you could have no idea what it what it could be so we'll see um, I'm going to go kind of with the, I was thinking about how I was going to approach this one. And like I said, I've not been paying as much attention to the switch news simply because of mass effect Andromeda. 
other than some of the stories and information that we've presented here on the show. Um, so I'm going to go with a little bit of a naive approach to my theories just because I think that will be fun and make me feel better about myself. Um, first off, I'm going to say that they're going to have a game or two built in um, that they haven't told anyone about. It's going to be a huge surprise. Dude, that'd be and amazing. I mean, it's going to be something more like Mario, like Super Mario Bros. or like okay. Pac-Man or something like that. Like, it's, it's like, not going to be a big, full-fledged... Like an old, pl- small you know, game or something. Like an old NES game or uh, SNS game. Um, or like some some sort of like, maybe even like a menu game. Yeah, just like a fun you know, little UI thing, like a like a me channel type thing or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Something kind of along those lines. I, I think that they're going to surprise everyone and be like, check yeah. it out. We don't have virtual console yet, but here's something for all you fans who pre-ordered and bought the game at day yeah. one. And I, I don't know if you uh, noticed, but I know on the, on the 3DS, they actually had a few little apps like that. They had a, a AR camera, like shooting game called face Raiders. And they also had uh, an AR camera, like a uh, would read your little like cards that came bundled with the system. And you, oh, yeah. you know, take photos and stuff like that. So they did have some some fun things. Obviously, Street Pass launched um, with the 3DS. So they did have actually some fun little built-in software. So mm-hmm. I could totally see them doing something like that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So I'm I'm counting on something like that. Hopefully, I, um, I know that they ha- they don't really have like the the like uh, Wii Viewers. U Home Weverse thing. Um, I know they've they've definitely announced that that's not really a part of the system. But I feel like they're going to do something with you know the connectivity and socialization of all the different consoles like if you're walking past someone else and they have their switch in their backpack something might ping up on there and you might get like some like street pass type thing going on or you know something like that is going to be in it's going to be packaged in there or they're going to have like a switch chat thing like you know in a steam in the middle of your game, it'll pop up. You got a message, or like PlayStation Four, you know, or this, something like that. This sounds up way too good to be true. I'm getting my hopes up. I, this is like so, a dream. <laughs> they're gonna have something like that. Oh, like I said, Nintendo getting sort of messaging nice. and social stuff, right? Oh, I, I, I can only imagine. I hope so. I hope so. So, th- like I said, this, these are like the naive, <laughs> optimistic opinions. I'm gonna go. I'm going optimistic for these opinions, uh, which is totally amazing. outside of my character. Um, <laughs> And also, I'm going to be a little bit more pessimistic about one to switch. I'm going to say that it's not going to sell well at all. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to say that some of the casual gamers might pick it up, but other than that, not a lot of people will see it as a worthwhile game to pick up, especially with a $60 price tag. Well, it's $50. Seeing, it's $50. But it's $50. Even with the $50, that's still it's still yeah. way more than I would ever play for a, a mobile party game like that with not a lot of huge content. Mm-hmm. Um, a game where you're staring intensely into your opponent's eyes. <laughs> see, that seems really strange to me. I do that when I play <laughs> it is Mario Kart. Kind of but awkward, it, but I think I think that's kind of the, the funny, you know, fun part of it too. So I don't. Know. I do that when I play Mario Kart, anyways. But you know, <laughs> you just stare staring at the other intensely person. into the other people's eyes. That's why I always lose. <laughs> your Wario's just driving out there. Wah 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 wah. What's gonna go wrong? I'm going to play off of the Joy-Cons issues that uh, the press systems have already come up. Uh-oh, I think, I think we lost Rob on the, on the Skype call here. Um, I, it sounds like he thinks the uh, the Joy-Cons uh, syncing issue is still going to be lingering on launch day, and he, he doesn't uh, doesn't think that's going to work out very well for us. But uh, anyways, um, let us know on Twitter. Um, you can find us on Twitter at HeyListen underscore games. Uh, you can send us a... 
uh, tweet on there. We'd love to hear, you know, what are you most looking forward to about the Switch? Uh, we'll we'll re retweet some of our favorite responses on there. So be sure to let us know, and uh, we'd, we'd love to hear what your thoughts are. And, um, yeah, it, we're getting excited. Uh, next week, man, we're going to have a Switch in our hands. We'll bring you, you know, all of our fresh impressions, um, you know, what, what we think of Zelda and Bomberman and some of the, you know, other launch games. So heavy look forward to next week's episode. Um, I think Rob and I will be there, and I think Anthony might be joining us as well next week. So um, to kind of close this out this week, um, you know, we always like ending the show with what we're playing. So as for me, I have been playing Bomberman for the original DS. I've been getting hyped for Bomberman R. Um, Bomberman for the DS was always one of my favorite games um, for the DS growing up. Just It was a single cartridge play, so I would go you know, to parties. All my friends had 3DSs, and they could all download play uh, Bomberman multiplayer with me. So we'd play, you know, Bomberman with six, seven people. I'm um, all connected, and there was, you know, like 30 different game types to play. There's actually a lot of different modes you can play in Bomberman. So I uh, had, had a ton of fun playing that. I went through, you know, kind of the story mode and some battles again. Um, just, just getting real excited for Bomberman R. Um, I, I don't know if Bomberman R will have download play like the DS ones did. That'd be amazing if the Switch could do that. Um, but we don't know if, if it can yet or not for sure. You will be able to play with lots of friends uh, on your one screen uh, if you have the controllers for it. So, other than that, um, I jumped in a little bit of Overwatch um, today. They in uh, last night with my good friend Derek. Uh, they uh, actually had a patch come up today, and Bastion's uh, pretty good. So, um, getting back in Overwatch feels good, feels fun. Um, and then when I was in Hawaii, actually, I actually played a bit of Pokemon Go. I, I got back into that. Uh, Gen two obviously came out, um, so I was. Uh, catching all the new mons. My Pokedex is up to 115 now and uh, had a lot of fun, you know, um, walking around. There's Pokemon everywhere in Hawaii. There's, for some reason, a ton of electric Pokemon, too. I caught like, a lot of mag Magnemites in the downtown area, and obviously there was water and grass Pokemon in the in the outskirts. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been pretty fun actually getting back into that game and, and going through, catching new monsters. Now I've caught most of the common Gen 2 guys, so it's I haven't been playing as much lately anymore. But, uh, yeah, it's... It, Still, still a pretty fun game. It just uh, still feels good when you you know catch a new Pokemon. So, um, yeah, uh, it doesn't look like Rob's able to <laughs> to get back here on the call. So, uh, I think we're just gonna call it for today. Rob will be back next week with me, hopefully. Uh, internet, uh, <laughs> internet pending, of course. But uh, until then, we will see you then. Happy Switch launch week, and uh, good luck to all you trying to find a system out there. Take care.